It's a trap! Hello and welcome to Radio TCX, your weekly source for X-Wing news and strategy. I'm Tim Dugan, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Carson Ray. Hey everybody, it's a great day to talk about some X-Wing. It's a great week to talk about some X-Wing, I'd say. We've got some, I mean, it's a little hard um, doing this episode here because we know we've got some big news coming in just, uh, just actually tomorrow, I think, by the time this episode posts. Right, this is sort of the pre-party for the... Uh, atomic mass mini extravaganza right which is for x-wing happening on thursday yeah so i think it's on uh for us central time people 6 p.m on thursday september 9th so coming up here very soon we're gonna get some new x-wing info they've announced it's going to include rules and points updates which is always exciting plus they released a picture of what is clearly the razor's razor crest so it'll be fun probably get a good at least one new ship announcement i'd expect right so like that was kind of the oh you know are we going to hear anything about Mandalorian content, um, and they just kind of you know posted that picture up I think a week or so ago, uh, so just just seeing that model like that's awesome and we'll see if, if maybe we get to see some some cards coming for that as well uh, on Thursday. So today, yeah, we're going to talk about, um, there's not much to know about that announcement, so we won't spend much time talking about that. A little bit of other news for X-Wing that's not so exciting, and then we've got some new cards spoiled for the upcoming uh, Y-Wing expansion and Fury of the First Order expansion, so we'll get to get some feedback on what we've seen from those. So let's get into it. So as exciting as it is to get some new X-Wing announcements this week, I feel like it's been a little while since we've gotten anything huge to talk about. We do have some slightly kind of some bummer news here. Uh, Asmo Day North America announced that there are some price changes coming due to what they call the dramatic increase in raw material and transportation costs. So, And I think this works out to be um, for most of the product lines that are several of the product lines for Fantasy Flight and Atomic Mass games, which of course Atomic Mass now handling all of X-Wing going up like 15 to 20%, I think, which is is kind of a bummer. Yeah, for sure, right? Ne- never want anything to go up. Um, but I don't know. It's kind of the reality of a business, right? You got to <laughs> right. um, make sure they're making money so they can keep making content for us. Right, that's the reality. And I, I don't think, obviously, this is not a malevolent move. If you're a, a Kickstarter for any board game right now, you've probably heard from some board game creator that the cost of shipping has gone up and manufacturing has gone up dramatically in the last couple years here. So it's not surprising at all. Still a bummer having to pay a few extra bucks per model. So I guess we might have to start getting a little more selective about uh, what ships I add to my collection. It's an extra $4 a pop or something. Well, it depends. I mean, right. Like, uh, you know, for, for just one or two upgrades, that's it's not going to make too much of an impact, but you know, if you're the kind of player that's like, well, I need six barons, right. Um, you know, for this list or like if, if you're flying kind of the, um, high ship count lists or, or just want a whole variety, right? That you are going to notice this a little bit more. So always a bummer, but I mean, this is not the first time we've seen a price increase in X-Wing history. You know, I remember when ship packs used to be $15 a pop and then they went up to 20. So um, just a reality of an ever increasingly expensive uh, game to produce. Plus, I mean, the models have been getting more sophisticated over time. So I feel like there's something to that too. But of course we have the real exciting news though, which is the minis extravaganza from Atomic Mass Games. Um, what I want to talk about here, we'll just spend a couple minutes on it because we're very close to this news coming out here. But um, Carson, as someone who's played in a competitive event all summer here, I'm kind of curious, what do you think are the 
the most important things we'll see probably in you know point changes in this coming update or what are areas that probably sh you feel like should be targeted uh well i think the most important thing is change so so we've had this current points iteration for uh quite a while i think it's been like the longest one uh maybe since second edition launched right um and so, you know, we've had some kind of shifts within the meta, right? New lists get discovered and, and whatnot. But there's kind of a lot of same themes that I think everyone's just a little tired of. Uh, and, and so having having some change would be real nice. <laughs> right. It's not like it's not so much about like the balance stuff, which is obviously an important part of the point changes. Like I very much hope that we see some sort of adjustment to uh, Zam Wessel in the pilot and the crew card variations. Just a little too cheap right about? now. Four points. Super fair. <laughs> totally fair. What do you get? Some and free balance. target locks. Sometimes you get to shoot twice. Sometimes uh, your opponent chooses not to shoot you because they're afraid of what might happen. <laughs> Seems pretty good at four points. So obviously there's some um, really heavy hitters right now that'll, I mean, I would expect to get a change here. I'd be kind of shocked if they didn't. But yeah, really, it's more about the point changes there, especially if you're looking at like format changes too for hyperspace. It'll be interesting. Usually they rotate out some pilots when there's point changes. Um, so it'll be cool to see what they do there um, and narrow that field down a little bit. Yeah, I think, I mean, I really like uh, the concept of hyperspace, but this past iteration, this was kind of the last, oh, Fancy Flight's just kind of throwing stuff at the wall for, for <laughs> hyperspace, and we've had to deal with that for a while. And and it really hasn't um, been my favorite iteration of hyperspace. So I'm I'm hoping um, that we, we can get a, a pretty good hyperspace, because I, I do like the, the constraint, right? I think um, that that kind of breeds more creativity when it's done right and curated. And, and the last list mm -hmm. just really didn't feel curated to me so it did not at all, I, yeah. I i'm hopeful that um amg this is kind of their first shot at well wh what do we want hyperspace to look like right and, and so i'm hopeful that um we see that format moving in the right direction because it that should be kind of the premier format um I will say it is kind of a rough place for AMG to be here because we still haven't seen any content that's originated from their studio, right? So we're still getting um, leftover content from Fantasy Flight. But it'll be interesting because this will be kind of one of the very first things that they really have full responsibility over. So I you know, I think the, the community is going to take that to heart and really um, use this as a measure for where they think the direction the game is going to go in the ensuing years. Right, so this is AMG sort of first real moment to step up to the plate and show us maybe um, what direction they want to take the game. One change that uh, Atomic Mass Games has instituted is this pretty frequent flow of spoilers for upcoming expansions. And uh, this last couple of weeks was no exception here. We're going to talk about some of the new cards that have been spoiled here for the Y-Wing and the Fury of the First Order expansion. Hey, um, um, what's your favorite initiative for a pilot? My favorite, in, oh, five all the way. Right, all it's my definitely pilots. five. Uh, five and, and I think looking at these, right, we got some some big fives there, right? Some big orange fives, which has me pretty excited. It's an exciting number. I feel like, you know, initiative six, that's kind of playing on easy mode. Six I like to overdone. play on like, yeah. yeah, I like to play on like somewhat easy mode or medium mode at five. Um, so we've got some new initiative five pilots. Uh, the first one I actually want to talk about is kind of interesting because it is a Y wing and we usually don't think of Y wings as being high initiative pilots. Uh, but this one has me pretty excited. This looks like the most fun you could possibly have in a Y wing. I I'm going to, I'm going to say that. 
Zari Bliss, most fun you can have in a while. <laughs> Zari Bliss, of course, a character I definitely recognized right away and did not have to Google to remember who it was. Uh, so Zori comes in at initiative five with the ability after a ship at range one performs an action during its perform action step. If that action is on your action bar, you may spend one charge to perform that action, treating it as red. And Zori has one recurring charge. So I kind of, kind of some like Poe Dameron light vibes over here, right? Yeah. And this, this ability like is one that, that really like, I don't know sparks my creativity of like okay what what all can i do with this right um these are the sort of abilities i i really love where it's like okay this is this whole puzzle and there's like some face value like yeah you like some kind of more straightforward approaches you can do with this um but it just opens up a lot of options and you know maybe some surprises you can pull off and so maybe we could walk through a few of those right so got to have it on your action bar right so we got the focus lock barrel roll and boost so those are pretty common actions that a lot of ships have right right um and, and so i think face value what is really appealing here is okay well a lot of those actions are already red right and so if i'm going to turn it to red well then that's not too much of a downside so then i just want to set a blue maneuver right so if i have a ship activating before zari right? They move nearby, do, you know, a lock action. Uh, well, if Zori's in range to take a lock, great. Um, you know, we can get a lock, get the stress, do the blue, clear, get a focus, right? Uh, and now we have a double modded Y-Wing, which can hold all sorts of fun munitions. Right. Uh, and, and so that's, whoa, okay, that's great, right? So that's the Poe Dameron effect, right? We can take target lock and focus, uh, which is always what we want a ordnance ship to be able to do. And I think I think that's kind of one of the more linear strategies, right? Like the uh, the strategy that this ability is clearly written for, right? And like this clearly would work well in synergy with other Y wings or ordnance carriers, where you're yeah you're probably going to take those target locks to set up munitions. So, and when you're firing at five, suddenly that proton torpedo seems a lot more threatening because you can get some initiative killing done um, pretty often at initiative five. Right, and, and so you know initiative five that's generally good enough uh, to see where the board is at and get that lock right. Uh, but say you have an initiative six in your list as well, right? So then you get the opportunity to respond, right? Someone comes into lock range of Zari after Zari's activated. Well, you can hold on to that ability, right? And have, you know, Poe maybe cruise up next to Zari, um, perform a lock action, right? Which Poe's great at. Well, now um, you can get that lock at initiative six, right? So that's great. Uh, kind of a, a little trick there where I think Zori gets really exciting, right, is that the barrel and boost there. Um, and, and so there's a whole slew of initiatives, right, that you can do this barrel or boost, right? Anybody lower than Zari you have activating. Well, maybe you could get some blocking going in, right? And anybody going later, well, now we can do some uh, even higher initiative arc dodging. Right, and I think, you know, we barely scratched the surface here with the uh, intuitive interface. Obviously, a lot of options to get actions um, from elite cards or um, elicits or modifications. And after you perform that with the intuitive interface, you get a bonus uh, action of a calculate. And I feel like there's going to be some combo-y synergy there where, like, if you if you get an action added to your action bar by one of those upgrade cards, suddenly you'll be, like, throwing four actions out of turn with Zari. Well... I think it's just three, right? Because 
um, with the Azari ability, you treat it as red, right? So if you take the targeting computer, right, to turn your lock white, right, Zari's ability is still going to turn that white lock oh, you're red, right? right? Which then means you can't do <laughs> the calculate action. Um, but when you do your normal action, right, so if um, you do the focus or you've added some uh, white action, right, then you can trigger that intuitive interface. Gotcha. So what I would need to do is I need to put a targeting computer on Zori, do my action to be the target lock as a white action, get the calculate, then someone else performs a focus and I get the red focus. Yep. Uh, Math checks out. Yeah, that, that works out. <laughs> uh, over in the Y-Wing, though, we have a much lower initiative pilot who also has a very interesting ability, though. We have Aftab Akbar. Uh, just called Junior, I believe the son of uh, the classic Admiral Akbar. Um, after you execute a red basic maneuver or perform a red action, if you have exactly one stress token, you may gain one strain token to remove that stress token. Uh, seems pretty good, right? Yeah, it seems like a nice like um, counterbalancing point to all the red actions that you have by default on the Y-Wing bar. Um, where you can just turn those into strain instead of stress, where not a big deal, you know, especially if you're not getting shot at. And also, you already have such low agility. Like, what's the difference between one and zero, right? Yeah, this seems like a nice way to, you know, open up that action bar without too many upgrades. Another card coming uh, in this expansion, which I find very interesting too. And like thematically, this design is great, is Babu Frick. I really love, this is another time where they've really captured um, the theme from the movies in a card. Well, it's also maybe an interesting way to use the charge tokens as well. So I, I think this um, is some pretty interesting design here. Well, the first one that's pretty funny about it is um, it's an illicit card, right? And and we know these Y-Wings have an illicit slot on them, so not surprising. Um, but it's an illicit card that is a character because he's so tiny. I thought that was pretty funny like because he can fit anywhere on the it, ship. It, you don't need it. <laughs> yeah, that, that is pretty good. So it's, it's a winner for that front. Uh, this card does have three non-recurring charges and a hefty ability. Before you would gain a non-lock red or orange token, you may spend one charge to place it on this card instead. During the system phase, if there are one or more tokens on this card, you must spend a charge. If you cannot, remove those tokens and gain matching tokens. Right. So once you start using this, right, to hold an orange or red token, right, uh, well, then those charges are going to start draining on each of your system phases. Um, but you can still keep using the card to hold a bunch of tokens. Um, and then once you run out, well, now um, you're going to get all those tokens back, right? So it's a little delay mechanic. Right. And it's just for, I think it's a max of two, right? Because you have to spend one to put a token on there. So let's say I get, uh, I fly my Y Wing, I get a stress, I use Babu Frick, I spend one of my three, and then I put the stress on this card. Then during the next system phase, I got to pay another charge from this card to not take the stress. And then during that turn, I'm going to take another stress. So I spend my last charge, and now I have two stress tokens on Babu Frick. And then next turn, I'm going to have to take two stress tokens during the system phase. Right. Unless you get like, three orange or red tokens in one turn right before you get to your system phase oh right true. you'd be like uh okay i'm i got like a weapons disabled because i regened a shield right and then somebody tractored me and and i got stressed right something like that you could hold all of those but next turn right you're out of charges during that system phase you're getting everything 
that's such a fun pacing design though because uh, first of all obviously it's great he's like just barely holding things together and just buying you a little bit of time which is great but you're gonna have to pay the price eventually um but i love that timing thing too because in x-wing like that one turn difference of when you get the token could actually make all the difference right absolutely right if you're <laughs> this is like the critical turn you know your opponent put all their control effects on you um right they, they kind of set up the trap uh, well, this gives you that buffer to say, well, I'm going to delay it a turn, right? And so like, I'm going to, you know, three bank away, right? And then get all this nonsense where you can't get me, right? And then I can deal with it. Uh, but right now when you're at range one, I don't want to be tractored, right? Like it, it, it's a pretty cool option. I, I'm really curious to see where this falls point wise. Cause like part of me just wants it to be like one point. Cause he is such a tiny character and like not everybody has the, uh, the slot but it is a pretty good ability right and it's this is um available to resistance or scum right and so a lot of ships could take uh babu frick here yeah it'll be I'm, I'm interested to see how good they expect this ability to come across as that'll be cool right i mean just thinking about a lot of scum ships right they have um the zero stop right and just be able to hold on to that stress token for a few turns uh could be pretty exciting right that's a whole different kind of pace of play thing. Right. So I think one might be a steal for this card. <laughs> we'll see. But thematically, though, I feel like you oh, have to tie uh, it yeah, all sure, together, sure. right? Um, and, and I and this is something I think people have been asking for for a long time, right? After Once uh, this character showed up in episode nine, everyone's like, okay, where where is Babu Frick? When are we going to get uh, them added to x Also, and let's be real here. If Zam Wessel's four points... True. I mean, come on. Uh, You're not shooting twice here, right? True. That 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 is the bar, right? <laughs> <laughs> so how I judge everything. We do have one of the fullest cards I've ever seen here. Um, the actual official spoiler. I think we didn't we already see this card though on the front of art. So I think we already knew about this. I feel like um, Kylo Ren in the Thai uh, WI Whisper Modified Interceptor at Initiative 5. This is another one of those great Initiative 5 ships. And man, this card has a lot of pictures and words and numbers on Can it. Can we talk about the title for a second? Because it's a bit much, right? Supreme <laughs> Leader of the First Order. Okay, Kylo, who, who do you think you are? <laughs> also, Supreme Leader would have been fine. Like, we get it. It's the, the First Order. Anyway, there's a <laughs> lot of, like, everything on this card is, like, filled to the brim here, right? Even the subtitle. Um, so Kylo's got, um, well, we quick recap on the ship too. It's got a three attack dice, uh, bullseye arc, and then a rotating forward and back, uh, two attack dice, uh, heavy weapon turret. So, which we've seen on a ship ability we've seen on other ships. Um, also three force charges. So this is the, um, top tier Kylo, the full force Kylo. Right. So still initiative five, but his force has gone up, right? So he's got, yep. he's at the max force. And this ship already has a you know a pretty full action bar here. All the basic actions with the focus, barrel roll, and boost all tied to a rotate action, um, which we've come to expect. And then a pretty great ability. And I, I like this one because it's like it's very straightforward and easy to understand, and feels very direct, like Kylo is. Uh, before an enemy ship in your bullseye is dealt a face down damage card, you may spend one force charge. If you do, that ship is dealt a face up card instead. Uh, yeah. So. I like this ability a lot more than his old ability, right? Uh, his old ability was fine, right? There was some uses where, you know, you were it was worth spending that extra force to, um, you know, choose a pilot crit, right, for the next one they would get. Uh, but here, right, just getting that extra crit, uh, just on face value, feels a lot more powerful. 
Well, and there's some really cool stuff going on here too, right? So with the three force charges, um, you're not limited to using this ability once per turn. So if this happens multiple times, you can spend multiple force charges to flip those cards. The other thing I find really interesting is that it's not limited to just Kylo's attacks. It's just if an enemy ship in his bullseye is dealt a face down card, you can spend a charge to flip it. And that could come from any context. It doesn't have to come from an attack. Right. And, and it is nice, right? So this is a bullseye ability. Uh, but this ship, right, um, the TIE Whisper, well, it's got that three die bullseye shot, right? So it does really want to be setting up that bullseye. And then Kylo just gives you that extra reward. Well, hey, let's add some critical damage to that. I, I, I think it is kind of interesting. The um, I mean, I, I don't know where I, I can't even guesstimate where this uh, ship's going to end up point wise, because there's a lot going on. Obviously, three force charges is insanely powerful. And you've got a pretty bulky stat line at five hit points, but just two agility. So not as crazy as a three agility like you know Darth Vader in the uh, any of his ships with multiple force. You know, not that hard to hit defensively. Um, but he doesn't have linked actions either. So this is a little bit interesting for an interceptor too. Or he doesn't have movement-based linked actions. Right. And so that's where I think that force pool, right, that three force is going to really make uh, this Kylo and the TIE Whisper shine, right? So, you know, having two force in a silencer was fine, right? Because you could focus and boost and barrel roll all over the place, right, um, with the auto thrusters. But now, right, we got to, you know, use our barrel roll and boost, Um if, if we need that reposition, but that means we're not going to get the modification, right? So we need that force for the modification. We do have access to a white evade, which uh, Silencer Kylo would really appreciate, right? <laughs> uh, but but Ty Whisper Kylo does have the white evade, right? So three force plus a white evade. And you do have to remember, right, they do have the advanced jamming suite, right, which can boost up their agility, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, this ship's turning out to be a pretty intricate piece and you cannot discount the value of getting that white of aid combined with force like that is a type of defense that's really strong all on its own and very reliable typically too yeah plus five health right so so one less than a silencer and the agility you know it's it's kind of somewhere between two or three depending on how much modification your opponent has right um but white of eight right like so if we think about like oh 2.5 green dice and if we're using that advanced jamming suite compared to like the three of the silencer, well, I take the, you know, slightly less agility plus the white evade, right. With three force over just the, you know, three agility, um, with at two best force like and focus yeah. and, and two force. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and one less hit point. Right. I, I think I still would prefer the whispers survivability, right. Just for taking shots. I think, the silencer might be better at, at getting out of shots, right, with the auto thrusters, right, being able to barrel roll and boost um, in the same turn. And, and, and I think they've done a pretty good job here of making a compelling alternative to Kylo in the silencer because Kylo in the silencer is, like, one of my favorite ships to fly in X-Fing, but, man, this looks pretty fun, too. Right, well, he's been kind of carrying the First Order for, like, the whole time the First Order existed, right? Uh, and now we have an option that looks... I don't know, equally appealing, maybe even a little bit more appealing. Uh, that That is, I think, very exciting uh, for First Order players. And with him getting uh, some interesting combination of upgrade cards here, he's getting access to both light and dark side um, cards, at least for this iteration of the pilot. 
And it's pretty interesting. They're kind of emphasizing his split nature that we see reflected in the uh, ninth Star Wars movie. Uh, on the light side, we have compassion, which is a force power. Before another friendly ship at range 0 to 2 would be dealt a face-up pilot or crew damage card, you may spend one force charge. If you do, that damage card is discarded instead and you are dealt one face-down damage card. Then, if you have two or more damage cards, recover two force. Right, so this is kind of like a selfless effect, right? But for force users. Um, one thing I really like about this design, and we're going to see a similar um, thing here over in the dark side talent, is, okay, so there's... We've seen for force talents, right? Okay, we have to spend a force to get the ability. Um, but here, there's also a way to get some force back, which I think is really cool. Uh, and I'm excited to see how that plays out on the table. Because I think it's hard to trigger it, right? You don't want to have two damage cards on you. Uh, but getting two force back, well, that's that's pretty great. Right, because it might, I mean, those force might be what give you your modification on your shot. I mean, I think this card is really interesting because it's clearly... You know, a lot of early force powers were just not good, you know, because they were already spending force for its default effect is a pretty good ability. And that was actually pretty hard to beat with a lot of the early force powers. I think it's interesting that this card kind of combines what is better about like the usable force powers were the ones that got you force back. So this card has that. And it also gives you a pretty cheap ability that gives you a pretty powerful effect because being able to split damage up... um, it's it's not always intuitive, I think, especially to newer players, that splitting damage up is good because you're still taking the net like same amount of damage. But that actually is huge in the momentum of a game where like your opponent wants to put three damage here, but you put two here and one there. Well, as long as your ships are alive, they're still shooting. So that's what matters, right? So if the damage is split evenly across your ships, it's more likely that they're going to last longer and shoot more. Yeah, I think like the timing of getting um, the two force back, I think it's going to be really cool because I think there's going to be some... Um, combat rounds where like this just totally swings it around and it's like okay th things were going bad right we're taking damage we had to spread it around you know we we're out of force but then we get two force back right and, and that can really swing a round of combat uh and, and so i think that is in incredibly exciting and this is obviously a light side force power so it's not just limited to kylo um i i feel like the republic's going to benefit a lot from this card uh, you know what? Um, the resistance, right? We just have one force pilot. Uh, but I think Ray would really appreciate getting two force back. Uh, she can do some great things with all those force points and usually burn through them pretty quickly. Also has a decent amount of hull, right? Um, oh, that's true. <laughs> that can, uh, you know, soak up some fire. The other side, though, in this little cycle of cards here is the Malice Force Power. This is a dark side upgrade with a similar theme here. While you perform an attack, you may spend one Force Charge to change a Focus or Hit Result to a Crit Result. If you do, after you perform that attack, if the Defender was dealt one or more face-up pilot or crew damage cards, recover two Force. Okay, well, this seems unfair, right? This um, seems perfectly fit with that tie Whisper Kylo. Uh where that ability right is just dealing out those face-up damage cards. Well, right, and if you're if you're throwing this on Kylo, you get to be in that fun position of okay, if I get him in my bullseye, I can generate a face-up damage by just using Kylo's ability, and then also this card could get crit damage in to get another chance to get a face-up card. And if one of those cards ends up being pilot or crew, you get those two force back. Right, and so we've talked about okay, um, force cards right that. Um, just give us a different way to spend force. 
uh, generally not being that great. Well, one of the ones that has really been pretty good is Fifth Brother, right? And of course, that one provides a force charge, but spending that force to generate a crit result uh, is pretty great, right? That that value um, does add up, right? And so Malice provides that, right? Um, and to change a hit to a crit, right? That's great, right? If we need a crit, we can get a crit. And then to get force back on top of that. Wow, that is just a lot. It's it's a full card, and I know I've complained about <laughs> it is cards a full with, card <laughs> with a lot of text on them, but these are these are the kind of cards I like to see with a lot of text because well, it's not a lot of text for one ability, right? It's a lot of text for kind of a lot of little abilities all put together, which I like that kind of yeah. design a little bit better, easier to track. We also have, you know, we have to give it an honorable mention. Another force power here that's pretty interesting. Shattering shot while you perform an attack. If the attack is obstructed by an obstacle or the defender is at range zero of an obstacle, you may spend one force to add one focus result. So kind of the force version of trick shot, right? Um, I like that clause of, oh, if they're at range zero. I, I think that's really interesting and a nice way to, you know, maybe deal with some vulture droids uh, that are just hanging out on some rocks, right? <laughs> Um, well, it's fun too, because it's not just converting a result, like adding a focus result is huge. Cause that's like upping the output of your attack, um, which is huge, especially for a lot of force users, like over in the Republic side where maybe they have fewer attack dice. Right. Well, this is kind of like the calibrated laser targeting, right? The, okay. If we're not able to target lock focus, right? How can we use our force meaningfully? Well, if we're able to focus and have force, um, well, then some attack rolls can be pretty devastating, right? If we roll all paint naturally and then we add an extra focus result, spend that force right to get there, then we still have that focus to spend um, to turn everything into hits, right? If the attack is obstructed, yes, your opponent gets to roll an extra defense die. But at the same time, if you can actually modify the focus result you're getting, the math still works out in the attacker's favor. Yeah, that's kind of like the trick shot thing, right? Um, it, it does kind of weirdly shift the balance, right? Normally, like, oh, we need this cover. Um, but now, okay, we have a tool um, to use that against you. Yeah, suddenly becomes a liability. All right, so a lot of exciting stuff coming out here, and we're just a day away from the announcement from Atomic Mass Games. Right, so pretty exciting week here for X-Wing. Uh, definitely gonna have a bit longer of an episode next week. I'm I'm <laughs> optimistic that there will be a lot to cover. Might even be a couple episodes. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Radio TCX. If you like the show, please go into facebook.com slash radio TCX and like our Facebook page. Uh, and if you want to support the show directly, please consider going on to patreon.com slash radio TCX and become a supporter of the show today. It really means so much to us. And thank you to everyone who's already supported the show. And if you really enjoy the show, please go onto iTunes and leave us a five-star review along with a comment saying why you like the podcast and why you think other people should listen. Again, folks, thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you next week. <laughs>